Yo, what's going on? It's your boy TK Sean, and this is the Fire Never Dies podcast. Now, I know, I know you see the title. You already know that I released this episode in the first run of podcasting that I did. Um, I didn't alter it whatsoever. I'm re-releasing that episode. So this is, um, let's say this is a flashback Friday episode of TFND pod. Okay. So we're going to take a flashback to a conversation with my good friend, Brandon Brown, AKA Mr. Mm, I don't even know if he's dropped it yet. Actually, no, let's see if we can get him to, to drop it on the show early in the new year. You know what I'm saying? He's he, he's working hard on something amazing for his community, and I, I, I really want to help him out. So um, I think it would be awesome to have him back on the show. We can talk about his progress and all of those things like that. But right now, let's take a trip back to my failed run at podcasting. And we're going to um, just just enjoy the episode because I know a few people who are listening, new subscribers. I appreciate y'all. Make sure you send to a friend to tell to send three friends to subscribe, notify, and drop a review, comment. I want I want to know your thoughts on the podcast because things are coming up. I want to know what I need to add if I'm not doing enough if i'm doing too much what do the people who are listening want but just know this podcast is solely about pursuing your passions and keeping those burning passions burning inside you alive we're going to keep the fire alive because it never dies all right so we just going to jump into the episode because i don't know what else to throw at y'all right now and i already feel like this is too long i just want to get some reps in and yeah so here is the episode you can skip the ads if you want just to let you know they are there one's coming after and i think maybe i don't know there might be you might have already heard it i don't know i i, I i'm out of here okay this is the episode if you haven't heard it if you have send to a friend to tell to send to three friends and all everybody needs to know to subscribe turn on the notifications and leave a review after they've checked out the podcast so thanks for being here and uh yeah don't stop elevating yourself Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, DJ K-Shine, and I'm coming to you on the Anchor.fm app. And on this app, it's like perfect for podcasters. It's free. There are crazy creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Look, just do this one thing for me and it's all going to be okay. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What 
what is your motivation whether it's to for anything what is your motive how we'll, we'll make it even a little bit what is your motivation to stay motivated okay cool um so the biggest thing i say is my motivation bro is just to understand the demand and the need for change you know what i'm saying every single day that i wake up i i realize like uh, it's 7.4 billion people in this world and half of those people majority of those people live their lives based off of what society has told them to do bro like i know there's so many people who have not fulfilled their true potential in this world so the need for change and the need for just awareness and and just for people to fully understand who they are that's really my my main driver bro because that's my purpose that's my why like why i was put on this earth hey question for you my man we can pop it off like this with him do you as of late like are you more geared toward like drinking wine or you still have your days of drinking the hard liquor bro uh this is probably the first sip of alcohol i've had in a week so mm. yeah it's more of a wine thing for me like, I'm, I'm pretty much pushing i'm like how we was talking about uh changing our diets and stuff the, uh on monday night like that's that's a part of mine too like i'm, I'm pretty much eliminating eliminating liquor mm. and alcohol as a whole but i mean some red wine is good for the soul so what they say yeah no, that's actually facts, bro. Um, and man, I, I can agree with you on that so, so much because I done got to the point, man, that's really my choice. That's like my go-to, like just sipping on some wine, you feel me? Um, it, it's gotten to the point now to where if I do drink like some hard liquor, bro, I can't drink a lot. Like maybe two cups, bro, two glasses, possibly, you feel me? I don't know what it maybe I, I feel like I got I have gotten accustomed to the wine type feel bro because yeah. it, you, you know it's not as high in alcohol content but it's chill it relaxes me more you know so yeah I'm gonna like, with it being with it being like lower in alcohol content it's not you know what I'm saying it's not gonna have the same effect on your body so that's the best part like you not damaging your body as much to enjoy like a cup of wine or you know or, or two maybe folk <laughs> so i i'm glad you said so look here's the cool thing because you know we have two members within the apm squad they are basically legit wine connoisseurs this is what they do they have their own wine businesses and things of that nature um right so, like whenever they holler at me and say hey um b brown what type of wine do you like or you know Nisha, she drip, or Nisha be on me, bro. She be quick, like questioning me. So, what type of wine is this? What wine is that? You know, I don't be knowing. I haven't got to that level just yet. You know, I know something, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But like for me, bro, I don't too much. Taste is perfect, but bro, I always go off of alcohol content, bro, like the percentile. So, for instance, if it's twelve or better, I'm rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like for it, like I'll give you a perfect example. Stella Rose can't do it. I can't do Stella Rose. It's five percent, bro. And it's, bro, like, it's like some I don't. They just put some wine and uh, some Sprite in the wine or something, bro. 
and and, I, and again, I'm not this, I'm not the shameful type dude. I'm not gonna shame anybody if they drink Stella Rose because at one moment in time, one point in time, I was drinking a lower alcohol or lower content of wine before myself. But yeah, bro, I I can't do it if it's not twelve percent or better. Cause I, I at least need a buzz. Like to your point, you said all four glasses. I'm rocking with at least two to three. Two to three, I'm straight. Cause yeah. the, the alcohol content gonna get me there. You know what I'm saying? But you know, even with you know, you got people just like dispensaries and and, and liquor stores. You go in there, you got some. They look at the top shelf. You got some. They go. They know what they're looking for, so they looking right <laughs> in the middle. Yeah, and you got, it might be party time, so you're looking on the bottom. You never know why somebody might grab their comment or they preference in alcohol. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't want no carbonated water in my <laughs> wine. <laughs> Listen, bro, I think <laughs> you though. It's just I, I hate to be. I hate, I'm gonna say it, bro. I feel like it's childish, bro. It's just childish. <laughs> it's just childish, bro. Look, we not even shaming those who drink it. Like, do y'all drink Stella Rose, Rose, whatever, whatever they want to call it? Hey, that kudos to you, buddy. <laughs> I'm shaming the company because they know damn well they have no business putting all that bubbly water. That- <laughs> That seltzer water. Just, all they doing is getting getting people a little tipsy and giving them gas. Bro, I can't with you, bro. But uh, <laughs> it, I mean, in all actuality, man. Listen, I'm gonna go ahead and keep up for the for the listeners. I'm gonna put my male listeners on game, bro. Half of the female population, that's what they drink, bro. So if you're trying to get in good, go and get you a little Stella Rose, and they, you know, you good. But you hey, man, do have Ricky Smiley said every Friday she got a, a brand new fifth of Hennessy. She got that fire. <laughs> Boy, you about retarded for real, but hey, look, man, that's what the OG said. Hey, I feel it. You said Ricky Smiley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the OG for real. That's one of my favorite comedians, man. But um, all in all, man, you do have a lot, a lot more females our age are like becoming more knowledgeable when it comes to the wines, but for the ones who just like, why, drink, why the ones who drink casually, go ahead. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, bro. No, I'm finna say, like, the ones who drink casually, Stella Rose is the go-to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, just something like, just to say, I had some wine. True. Yeah, that's really what it is, bro. Because you got plenty of other wine. Like, I know when I go into, like, I'm just like, I'm looking at percentage, man. I'm looking at the name. The type of wine is usually gonna be some type of red, and then I'm gonna look for that percentage sign. There you go. Every I, time. I hate to say it, but that's exactly how I choose my wines. You feel me? I'll look at, I'll look at some of the flavor just down the third, but more than anything, I gotta look at that percentile, that percentage. You feel me? Fourteen percent. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm buying that. That's fast. <laughs> Why you think that is? Or like you think that's like. Because for me, thinking about it, asking myself why I think it is, if I'm used to drinking hard liquor, right? Yeah, here I am trying to transition off the liquor. 
into the wines. I still, I want wine. Yeah, here and there. I want to enjoy me a glass. Two, three, four. You know, never know. But, <laughs> but, going for, I want the higher percentage so it can get me where I need to be. I ain't leaving liquor because I don't want to be lit. I want to be healthy. So, you got a point, bro. Um, same reasons why I left, and that, that's why I drink wine now, man. And anybody who's listening right now, if you drink liquor, you drink Hennessy, you drink bourbon, you drink whiskey, that's and that's scotch. Drink scotch. Oh my gosh, what is that, Johnny Walker? If that's the <laughs> only thing you drink, you know, we 28, bro, we pushing 30. But if that's the only thing you drink your whole entire life, I really do recommend everyone who's listening now. And if you qualify for that, listen, try some wine, bro. Like, from to your point, wine is definitely a, a different way of feeling that type of, or getting in your zone. Let me say it like that. Mm-hmm. It's a different way from get, catching that vibe, bro. For me, it's different. I I won't, I don't feel angry and I want to turn up when I'm, on, when I'm sipping this wine, like, Kind of like how white does for me. Uh, when when I'm sipping this wine, bro, it's, it's it's all good vibrations, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mellowed. I'm relaxed. I, I still can focus. I still can operate functionally. I can function within feeling that type of buzz. You know what I mean? But to your point, it is healthy too, though. You know what I mean? You don't have as much calories. You don't got all the sugar. Well, sometimes you do, depending on what wine you get. But now, wine is a new way, bro. If y'all don't know, if you have it, 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 I wouldn't even say it's a new way, man. Well, it ain't. You right. It's it, it been around. But this, that you, you get some wine in a in a, a a good group of conversationalists, they probably gonna come up with some of the most life or world or industry changing ideas off of one glass of wine. That's just it, bro. talking with each other. Bro, the yeah, right like glass, that. the right glass of wine can bring out some of the best personalities, man. That's it's fact. a motivator. It's a matter of fact. Speaking, of, hey, my, let me. They might not know who you is, man. Okay, on the <laughs> on right now. What's that name? I have the the brain. I like to call him the brain. You got a brain emoji next to your name. In the phone. <laughs> I like to call him the brain, man. His name is Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown. I love it. Motivational speaker. I love it. Former professional football player. We're gonna let you talk about that because they thinking you went, you was like playing for the Giants or something. (laughs) I got you. I can laugh. Hey, hey, in my mind, a team is a team, bro. (laughs) Hey, that's fact. They paid me, right? (laughs) Hey, that you accomplished the goal. Get paid to do what you love. You did that. There you go, bro. Proud of that. I was ha- I was happy to see that man. Like I was old. I it was crazy. I was in Korea. I think I was about to leave, and I saw that you and Boyd was going up. Like I, I had talked to Boyd. Boyd told me that it was gonna happen, and then boom, I was like, man, these boys. Let me shake the rest off. And this is around the time <laughs> where I was in the weight room. I'm running two miles and. 12, 13 minutes weighing 180 some pounds. Yeah. It was good. Like it was nothing. I feel and it. Then, you know, 
it all became something. Hey, I feel it, bro. So I, I had to sit it down. So, Brandon Brown, as a motivational <laughs> speaker, I got to ask you, what is your motivation? Got you. That's a good question, man. But before I answer that, I do have to say thank you so much for that introduction. Like, <laughs> that was dope, bro. Like, you really, really made me feel welcome, man. I do appreciate you for that. No problem, dog. I'm trying to host the BET Awards one day. <laughs> hey, man, you got to shoot high. You got to shoot high, man. You got to aim high. So, but no, um, to jump back into your question, and just to make sure I answer this correctly, you said what motivates me? Yeah, 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 yeah. What what is your motivation? Whether it's to for anything, what is your motive? We'll, we'll make it even a little bit. What is your motivation to stay motivated? Okay, cool. Um, so the biggest thing I say is my motivation, bro, is just to understand the demand and the need for change. You know what I'm saying? Every single day that I wake up, I I realize like. It's 7.4 billion people in this world and half of those people, majority of those people live their lives based off of what society has told them to do, bro. Like, I know there's so many people who have not fulfilled their true potential in this world. So the need for change and the need for just awareness and and just for people to fully understand who they are, that's really my, my main driver, bro, because that's my purpose. That's my why, like why I was put on this earth, bro. You know what I mean? To motivate and inspire. But it's like whatever dream or aspiration that you have, I'm like the glue in the middle that's going to help you get there. You know what I mean? So, like, I 100% and fully understand, I fully understand that this is my mission. This is my goal. I'm, I'm here to illuminate the best out of anybody that comes my way, bro. Like, you already know how we rock. Anybody who comes my way, bro, they're like, that's dead for real, my mission. You dig? So that's really my biggest motivator, just to be honest with you. I like that. I like that. Just knowing that there is more that can be done. Thanks, and it's, bro. And it's, that, it's really that simple. And, you know, me, I'm a big fan of simplicity. I like, you know, in and out type shit. <laughs> right there, it just shows that you can have a... I won't even say a simple goal. You can have a very realistic, attainable goal that can really pack the power of a Mike Tyson punch. Ooh, I like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that, that right, you know, just... Because even the question in itself, like, it made me think, what motivates me to stay motivated? And it, it's a little easier for me. I got two little mini-me's, so it's like, okay definitely the kids but outside of them what is it in me bro I found for the, for those listening me and Brandon we I've known this man <laughs> holy shit going on 20 years dog yeah yeah it's been a minute bro we going on 20 years that's crazy we old enough to say shit like that <laughs> but uh going on 20 years so I this man is really known, really known me, really known me. I have a, our uh, senior pictures, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have my gra- the 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 graduation yearbook photo, <laughs> and I put it right in front of my little c- 
computer on my on my workstation, right? Yeah. And it ain't there to be like, dang, that was some good times. Or, oh, man, I got to remember where I started at, blah, blah, blah. It's to really remind me to never go back. Mm. Yeah. I look at that kid. He had no motivation. He had it, but it was never utilized. Never had it in himself. Like, it was there, but nothing. Nobody. I won't say nobody or anybody didn't. I won't I won't even put it on those that have like I was raised really by the village, bro. Like you know. Yeah. Everybody it's a lot of hands that helped out in, in my upbringing. But I'll say there was no one could communicate. No, nah, forget that. Life had to connect the dots for me. Mm, okay, okay. I, I, I was gonna say like nobody was there to make me you know realize like if I do this I can get this like if I work hard enough even after breaking my ankle you can still get to some level of success on the soccer field etc cetera, etc cetera. but it was more like well it's all gone which it, it was it was more not this is what you can do now it became what are you gonna do and we only raised coming out of high school. You got two options, military or college. So in my mind, I'm like, I only know one thing. I don't want other the one other option. Yeah. Let me find me a connect. Yeah. Especially you know being saying? especially being raised in, in Warner Robins, Georgia, bro. Like it, it, just being honest, man. Like, even if you wanted to stay in Warner Robins and create um a career or something of that nature, it's it's only a handful of jobs that you can get. You know, and of course, join the military. That's one of the, the number one things that you can do, because I mean, that's one of the biggest things that surrounds that particular city. Of course, Robbins Air Force Base. You have a military presence. So, to your point, bro, I feel you on that, um, and, and especially just being raised by the village and, and just learning from different mistakes and things of that nature, bro. Um, I can I can really comment on that. Because I'm going to be honest, man, and I'll tell everybody who's listening right now, man, I, I wasn't, I didn't always have this vision in my head, bro. Like, that that wasn't, I didn't always know what my purpose was. You know, let me be very transparent and put that out there, too, because the person that you see before you today really came from trial and error and really just trying, it's really just focusing inward on myself and, and learning more and more each day. But, um, got to tame that ego. Yeah, that's it, man. Um, for me, let's be clear. You know what I'm saying? Me and you, knew, we've been knowing each other for some years. Of course, you already stated that. But in high school, bro, I was a lost cause, bro. You know what I'm saying? And outside looking in, people didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? They were like, oh, let's be brown. He got this, he got that. He pop a little, whatever the case may be. But I knew, and it's crazy, but I knew I was just a product of my environment, bro. You know what I mean? I was really a walking zombie. Like all I did, I did what the trend, with what whatever the next trend was. That's what I focused my time on, bro. Like literally, I would spend a check just so I can be accepted by the masses. You know what I'm saying? I 
my chick, bro, man, I worked at Johnny G's Fun Center, bro, part-time. Yes, so. sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, man, so, you know, my chick wasn't big like that, but say I had a $400, $500 chick, bro. Jordan's $180, maybe more than that. I'm going to spend that. That's guaranteed. That's without a shadow of a doubt. I'm spending that. But the thing is, I spend 75%, 80% of my check on my image. You know what I'm saying? To try to please other people. And that was an everyday thing. You know what I mean? And, and then it got to the point where I was doing certain stuff, saying certain things, and going certain places. And I used to question myself as to why. Why am I doing that? Like, why, 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 why did I respond like that? Or why am I trying to go to to this particular party, this and the third? And of course, it was foamy, the fear of missing out. You know how that, you know how it go, bro. Like, you don't want to miss out. You want to be, you want to be with, with everyone else at type. Once you get a taste of being in that mix, it was, oh man, it's addicting, bro. It's when you when when you, especially like like even times like we'll go to I ain't even gonna say the name but you know it's a it's a north side pool party at the end of every school year that yeah everybody, everybody was pulling up that that was the spot yeah. I never forget that last day of school everybody came we was at my crib and we all split up we walked we went around going stuff like that it like one we that's a happy memory one. We all in the group. It's all for a good cause. Ain't nobody arguing. Ain't no embarrassing moments. It's just we all each other and together going to have fun. Stuff like that, that right there will help blind us. How you said, like, how you use a lost cause. None yeah. of I, it's a you're not the only one that feel like that, bro. Me too. I look back at I'm telling you, bro. I see that picture every day, and I just remind myself, bro, don't go back to that. Yeah, yeah. The work ethic, the work ethic wasn't there. The 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 maturity, the mentality. Of course, the maturity wasn't there, but it was things that that kid in that picture had to go through to get to what people hearing speaking today, and even those who knew me. I'm, I'm sure even for you two three years ago today is a completely different person in a way yeah but yeah man i think it is really good the fact that a lot of times people get it after the fact but not too late yeah and that's facts but now let, let me comment on that and, and i'm glad you opened up the discussion for for us to even go down this direction so i'll wrap up what i was basically when it comes to me feeling like i'm a lost cause but i'm definitely about to touch on that though bro mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm gonna touch on that because like the space we're in now you know what i mean you'll be surprised how many people have not evolved you know what I mean? You'll be surprised how many people have the same mentality, the same mindset when it comes to just growth and changing in general, bro. They still have that same particular a- actions or mindset that they had when they was in high school. But so for me, you feel me? Um, just being a part of a product of my environment, you feel me? I was doing stuff not on my own strength, or not only because I wanted to, bro. I was just trying to please other people, and that's facts times ten. Now, once I once I was in a position, and it, 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 bro, I was depressed, <laughs> bro. When I tell you, and I know you probably would, I know you've been in a position of the same, the same sort. 
like for me, my depression came after I graduated from Vardar State University. I was 23 years old um, and I left Vardar and I moved back in my people in Warner Robins, right? Well, moved back in with my people in Warner Robins. So I go back to working at Johnny G's Fun Center. You feel me? I got a degree. I'm back working at Johnny G's Fun Center. I'm training. I call myself, you know, trying to work, work this football move, which was cool. You know what I mean? I was getting some looks. I did arena football for about two years, Blase Squase. And so at that moment in time, that's when it, that's when I was depressed. Cause I'm like, sure, you see these folks getting getting these raises or making this type of money within the, 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 the career field or within their major that they have. And it, for me, it was very messed me up, boy. bad. You know what I mean? Cause people looking at me like, oh, you work at Johnny G, don't you got a degree? But it was at that moment of time that I had to realize, bro, granted, you may have friends and family and then everybody who, who bought with you this, down the third, but everybody's not going to believe in your dream, bro. And, and that's what I had to realize. Like, everybody's not going to believe in your dream and what you want to do. And your current situation does not dictate, nor does it paint a pretty picture as far as what your future is going to be. So I I, I got in my feelings, bro. I did. You know what I mean? I felt some time. But... I had to really, I had to really stay ten toes down and, and create and manifest everything I had in my mind visually. You feel me? So that's when I told myself, listen, by the end of this year, I'm playing overseas football because everything this right here is not working. But I, that's one thing I do want to do. I, I got a talent, so I would love to get paid to 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 exploit my talent and really do what I love doing as far as playing football and getting paid for it. You know what I mean? And that's gonna be my last push. Then from there, boom, I'm gonna pursue whatever it is I want to pursue. And I mean, I ain't put no pinpoint exactly what it was because I know I'm a man of all trades. I can do a lot. So I was like, shoot, when I get back, boom, I figure it out. But long story short, fast forward or whatnot, that's when we went to Brazil, Blase Squase, and I did just that. But I had to speak that into existence because your words have energy. We all have to realize that. You did what I'm saying? I spoke that into existence every single day, bro. When I went out, there, I went to Donna G's Fun Center. I got off at 10 o'clock p.m. From 10 o'clock p.m., I rolled to Northside High School, bro. It's dark. It's, it's pitch black. I'm outside on the field working, training, bro. Getting it in. You did what I'm saying? Then from there, boom, wake up at 10 in the morning. Work from 10 in the morning to 10, 10 o'clock at night again at Donna G's. Boom, hit the field, train, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's just the focus that I needed. And I dedicated that to make sure that whatever it is I, I had vision, it was gonna happen. You feel me? But that was just that 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 segment you did. But fast forward to today, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's really what made me, bro. Going back, going to Brazil and just mm-hmm. seeing a different country and how other people live, bro. That's when I realized this right here, this ain't it. And that's that's when I opened up my mind, bro. I shifted my paradigm, like I shifted everything. The way I, the way I process things, the way I respond, I shifted everything, because it, it, it was to the point where I understood what my canvas was. And when you think, when you talk about thinking bigger, we got to understand what, what what's our canvas though. A lot of us think our canvas is Atlanta, or L.A., New York, or Chicago. That's not your natural born canvas. When you was born, this world is yours. You know what I'm saying? This world is ours to really leave our impact on. But how how impactful are you if you're only focusing on at Los Angeles? That's so domestic. You know what I'm saying? It's like this world is ours. There's literally no, nothing that can hold us back from traveling this entire world. 
So when I went to Brazil, bro, and I was able to speak to nine different high schools and three different universities, that's when I was like, bro, how can I limit myself so 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 much? That's crazy for me. That's asinine for me to say LA is my my mission. You know what I'm saying? I want to go to New York. Nah, partner. I want to go to Singapore. I want to go to Canada. I want to go to Africa. I want to go to Asia and leave my mark. You know what I'm saying? So that really was the mindset, bro. Definitely want to touch the masses, especially when love is what's being spread. Thanks. My favorite thing to say these days is just spread love, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck who I'm talking to. <laughs> but you spread love, man. That's it's that easy. It's that easy. I did people forget and they get caught up in their ego. I mean, I've been doing so much like studying on like just asking myself why. And everything just keep coming back to the ego. The ego really makes up like who the who we are. And, and it's it's crazy because oh it just some research I did right yeah did you took Latin right no um I can't even remember bro yeah I know that's why I asked. so in Latin ego translates literally to I mm. that right like that what the fuck <laughs> are you <laughs> And here we go. Ego, when they, like, if they was to say, dang, how do you say it in, uh, e- ego amote, I love you. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's how they, that's how you would say it. And like, like it, it's, it's there. It's been there. But these questions aren't being asked till now. Why? Probably because I read something that sparked the thought in my mind. Or maybe I'm just actually starting to question everything. Why? Like, like, you know, what motivates you to stay motivated? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I definitely, honestly, bro, what you just said is perfect as far as just ego, man, because we all have them. Um, the call we had yesterday was dope, bro. I don't know if you understand how dope that was, man. Like, DC uh, was able to share his tidbit. Well, when yeah, he was able to share his tidbits that he got from the book. And uh, one of the things, one of the major things that he shared was just more so, you know, pride and humility. But for me, pride is your ego too, though. You know what I mean? That, and then in my in my opinion, that's what I feel. But yeah, it, it relates to a sense of uh, a sense of self worth and stuff like that. It's where, where as far as humility would be. Uh, related to humbleness which is uh, the ability or the quality to have humility so so like Hmm? what he was saying uh, how he was saying like prideful people focus more on who's right and people who have humility they focus on what is right you know And, and honestly like that right there, when it when we talk about leadership and we talk about tapping into that next level of success, and we don't have the basic understanding of those two things right there, bro. Like literally, a leader is going to figure out, okay, what is right? I don't care who's right, how what is right? What is the best way for us to figure out and, and come to a conclusion? Like solve this particular issue. Like what's the next best action? Leaders, just being honest in totality, that's one trait or just one understanding that we all will have um 
and I'm about to go ahead and shift gears a tad. Um, and the reason Let's why, go. <laughs> and the reason why I say like leaders and and just having that understanding of these particular traits is more so because nowadays, bro, being honest, and we all have this type of situation, man. We all can say that we're leaders, right? I think that you are a leader, bro. Not not, not only professionally, but but naturally as well. You know what I mean? Because you've been in the military, you've done a lot of things. So when on the APM call, I'm not sure if you remember, we reviewed the actual required flyer. It was like, check your circle and move with caution. Mm-hmm. Who are yep. you surrounding yourself with? Circles may decrease in size, but increase in value. You dig? And it just it just gave us a thought-provoking situation of thinking like, who, who, who do we surround ourselves with? And now it's more it's more important and more vital than ever because you got people, bro, who still have a mindset, a broken mindset. People still have a broke mentality. And I'm not talking broke physically, like in your pockets. I'm just talking broke mentally. The way it's that those, it's those dots I referred to that don't connect. Facts. It does not. They don't have that. That somebody's got to mediate it or communicate it or life itself. When it starts, when when life says, "Okay, you know what? You've been dumb long enough. Let me help you out." <laughs> Doink right upside oh the head. God. This man here is funny, dude. But life you, life has a way of doing that. You got a point though, bro. You got a point because it's like I'm gonna be honest. Like I told Fool Lady the other day, man. Um, it's just certain. It's certain people, and it's nothing in our. It's nobody in our immediate circle or anything like that. But it's just certain people that that you see and it's like you, you want to help them but then when you listen to them it's like what you got going on bro like you ain't trying to help yourself but it, it, it's something female, like, it, it's, it's, it's dude it's dude niggas and females they got people out here who are moving a certain way and you know they quit to holler about they don't got no money I need some money can you send me gas money this and the third and, and you, you question you question them because it's like how are you really moving though like you say, you don't got money, but you out in the club smoking hookah, doing this down the third every other day. Like you need to show your actions, your bank account, so your actions know that you really are broke. Like, and I ain't trying to <laughs> like that, but people gotta hear this, bro. It's like you gotta sit down, bro. You gotta know how to sit down and really evaluate your situation and put forth the the adequate amount of action to change your situation you got to make that up in your mind though you know what i mean yeah because you and can this is the thing in, you can oh, get, go ahead go ahead go ahead you can get caught up in this trend of trying to that fear of missing bro that foamy bro fear of missing out bro you can get caught up in that that, that cycle and that trend of oh i gotta go here i gotta go there oh dang they got they got a party a kickback here you know what i'm saying it's like bro sit down like what are you going to sacrifice to obtain what you want you haven't sacrificed anything, but you say you want this. And I, I revert back to the APM call we had when we said secure a bag. A lot of folks, they know how to obtain a bag. And it's like, just because just because you have a bag doesn't mean it's secure. Because your habits, without a shadow of a doubt, you're going to find a way to lose that bag because your habits. You're doing the same stuff you've been doing when you, when you ain't have it. I don't understand how, like, make that make sense. You feel me? Not only do you have to level up since you came to this new pay grade, you know, you got this new bag, you got to level up with your with your habits too. You got to eliminate some habits so you can 
obtain it and keep a bag, bro. You know what I mean? A lot of people really like the mentality, the mental, bro. They don't forget. It's a lot. It's a lot of moving pieces, man. It's like a chess game. You got to pay attention to what this guy doing and what he doing way over there. And with that is, can he get me if I move right here? If I move over here, is she going to? trip up what I got going on can I not reach my goal if I don't do this if not I might not need to do that <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying and it's how you're saying people need to sit down COVID came in and said sit the fuck down <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> like people was ready to go to the club searching for that for that little hint of acceptance from people who don't give one flying fuck about them when the club lights come on. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and I and I know this is true because I was one of the people I used to think the club I look before I was a DJ, DJ helped me change my perspective on the club. Mm. Like I don't even like being in tight spaces. Like my anxiety ain't even good with big crowds of people at these days like, I don't even know if it ever will be I'm working on it but I don't know if it ever will be we'll talk about that in another episode <laughs> so me having an opportunity to DJ it makes money a plus I can be secluded and still have fun in the same space I think I'm gonna go for it and I did DJ and this turned out to be pretty well but nah Niggas got a DJ from the garage with lights on the ceiling and extra chairs and plastic tablecloths and them plastic cups from Auntie Wedding. That <laughs> I weed kind of so well. <laughs> I feel it. But it's it's really good to step back and reassess your circle, yourself your goals your actions everything because i know for me personally i i'm i i'm gonna ask you to tell me if it works for you too this covid stuff having to be in quarantine it is exposed myself to me Mm. like because when we think about we live in regular lives day to day how many hours do we really have to to ourselves? Not to reflect on self, but just just to ourselves to do what we want to do. I mean, you got all day. Yeah, mo- most of the time, right. So say instead of reflecting on myself in that time, I go fail it with more distractions of what my issues are. True. So then here goes quarantine. I don't have the access to those distractions now here comes everything I'm avoiding and it's, it's that either uh, what is that the fight or flight face everything and run or face everything and rise yeah you gotta pick a choice you gotta pick a choice hey, this, this COVID stuff's been pretty difficult for you bro um honestly bro I, I'm gonna say no it hasn't been difficult only because I, I just set proper expectations when it first popped off. You did. I already knew what I was going to do financially and I already knew what I was going to do business-wise, man. Financially, I already saved up and prepared because my whole thing, and number one, let's get this straight, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, I work a nine to five, but I also have my own business. But when it comes to this nine to five, I always have in the back of my head, like, hey, have you saved enough to where you don't need this nine to five? You did what I'm saying? So like just just preparing, just having the mental, mentally preparing for that and financially preparing. Then also understanding the way I move. And I, I, I'm aware, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, bro. Like we've been, well, we've been off the chain, pimp. You feel me? Like <laughs> wide open. Like just keeping it in the butt, which we wide open, bro. Sometimes I see Snapchat, sometimes I, or Instagram stories, and I do feel some type of way. Like, you know, people in the club, this, that, and the third, but that ain't none of my business, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, like me and Trav, you know Travis. Travis, he, he, when this when this bad boy first popped, bro, used to come hollering at me about certain stuff, about how people ain't taking this, like people they ain't telling us everything about it, this that, and the third. And you know, fool, like we chopped it up too. But my whole thing was this, bro. It don't matter what happens. I don't care. And I'm all the listeners. It don't matter what happens. At the end of the day, you gotta control your own narrative, bro. At the end of the day. You only can control what you can control. Cause at you you can't make no rules, you can't make no enforcements, you can't make no no executive orders or anything of that nature. But you can protect your own self and know exactly your surroundings and how you gonna move. So that's just it. Control the controllable. So for me, it wasn't more so just being scared or anything like that. Um it's just being more aware, knowing how I move but also being understanding of the situation that we in. So with that, being understanding of the situation is more so of utilizing a pivot, you know? And the pivot was like Zoom, you know, video chat, just video, these different video software programs to where I'm able to communicate with different people. And like um, in the APM group chat, like one of those wine businesses I talked about, we had a virtual wine tasting, you know, and being able to lead the squad through this whole situation too so i really and truly honestly i ain't had no time to panic or feel no type of way because we got 18 people in the apm group that that that's looking for some type of leadership so the first thing i had to do was pick for the long hanging low hanging fruit i'm like hey bro you want to do wine i know you was in the midst of opening your business boom let's do a virtual wine tasting so all in all to answer your question now i haven't but I know that it, it is real. Um, my girl, she's hospital, and she deals with patients. Like, she's on the COVID-19 floor, bro. She deals, she deals with patients every day. You feel me? And people die every day. You know, so when people come to me and say, oh, this fake, this ain't real, this is just... Um, uh, this is just another tactic that the government is doing... I mean, cool. I don't argue with nobody, bro. But I know for a guaranteed fact these cases that she's telling me about and the patients that she has that died in her face. I know for a fact that is real. Now, oh, yeah. if everything else, that ain't my problem. But I'm gonna be honest, bro. That's just how I think. If I can't control it, I don't too much put much of my energy into it. Cause how it's, it's a waste of energy. Yeah, you bro. Emotion like, towards something you can't control. Oh snap! Just like not to change the subject or go too far I feel just throw an example out there for those who might not you know or maybe they ain't no telling we ain't even gonna say them kind of words but hey maybe the cloud is just too high for you to see but (laughs) but some people like they're in a relationship and they're like I want this person to be like this you can't control that person 
Hey, boy. Um, hey, I say this, <laughs> my man, TK. I like the way you're going, bro. Um, hey, you know, you know me. I, I like them analogies that's easy to to relate to. Hey, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. This was a complete shift. I take it. Let's let's go there. You know, <laughs> let's go there. Um, so you said that in relationships, people we can let let's. All right, so we'll 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 draw the whole analogy. Okay, relationships. We'll say is is life. Sit scenarios in life. Okay. Good or, good or bad. All right. And I guess that's really the only comparison because the only other variable is ourselves. Because we either can or we can't control. The only thing that we can control in that whole equation, we can't control life. We can't control people. We can't control relationships. We can't control nothing. You know what you can control? You control yourself. Thanks. It's something that we're taught as a child. Self-control. Me, even me, almost 30 years old, didn't fully grasp the concept until 2017. Mm. It's, it's things that we do that change shifts in our lives. Whether we we know we can't control what's outside of us. You can't stop that bird from flying close to your head. You can't stop the shadow of the bird from thinking it's closer than what you think it is. But you can train your mind. This is all this is self-control. Every all of it is self-control. Being able to control the ego, being able to tell the truth when somebody asks you a a, a, a truth or lie question. It's all self-control. But yeah, man, you can't control motherfuckers. <laughs> So hey, you got the goddamn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you're saying, bro. So I'm gonna say this to relationship-wise. I'm gonna make this compliment, bro. Well, not compliment, but I'm gonna make this comment um <laughs> towards relationships. One thing I'll say, anybody who's in a relationship and or you're thinking about getting into one or what I don't care what relationship it is. Well, I, I'll say romantic-wise. How about that? But the biggest thing is this, fam, and I keep it a buck. At the end of the day, two people, only thing we're doing, two people, only thing we're doing is, is, is creating the characteristics that create or manifest or bring longevity in a relationship. Creating the characteristics that bring longevity in a relationship. That's it, bro. When I say characteristics, that's understanding. That's that's communication. That's listening. That's just having understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say that already, but those are the things that I'm saying. It's like characteristics because I don't care who you're with, you're going to argue. That's facts times 10. It doesn't matter who you are with, you're going to argue. But what characteristics do you possess that can decipher, that, that can bring down or I want to say diffuse, that's a better word, diffuse that particular argument? Like, what characteristics do you have that can bring longevity? Because you're going to be with this person forever if you're talking about marriage. You did, you did what I'm saying? And if you don't have these basic forms of or these basic characteristics, you what are you what are we doing? Like, what are we doing, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just being honest. Like, what are we doing? Baby girl. <laughs> like, baby girl, period. Period, fool. Period, fool. Like, and, and I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say this. 
You know what I mean? People make we may get some backlash, pimp, but I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I be said, boy, I got to put my foot down, stand your ground, pimp. So, when it comes to communication, bro, I'm gonna be honest. I seen a quote today, and I believe, and I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase as much as I can. It said, "I believe men listen. We just can't come with the attitude and yelling." That's facts. <laughs> the, the, the quote said, I believe all men listen. We just can't come with the attitude and yelling. Just being 100% honest with you. I don't think we should argue about, we can talk about how how whatever my actions made you feel, we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. But you don't got to come at me yelling or telling, calling me out my name and disrespecting me. Make that make sense. Why do I have to just be quiet and take the, the, the verbal abuse of you yelling at me. You did what I'm saying? We grown. Look, understand what I'm talking about. We can sit down and politic all we want. Cause I'm not perfect and I know that. But one thing about it is you gonna you got you can't just disrespect me on how you talk, your delivery. And it's those small things that that our our culture, we really don't really focus on that, bro. We think yelling and screaming and things of that nature is normal and it's not. It's really not. And I'm going to tell you one of my biggest pet peeves when I'm trying to express myself as a black man, bro. Emotion. That's not one of the hardest things we can do as a black man expressing how, how that particular action made me feel. You'll be, bro, you'll be surprised, but that's hard for a black man to sit down and express themselves because we, we're too aggressive. We got, we got to possess Especially, this. Impulse. And don't, don't, don't be a passionate black man. Like <laughs> don't be a knowledgeable, passionate, honest black man. Cause if you're that and you get to preaching in front of the mm, <laughs> the wrong crowd, yeah, you 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 have a potential issue on hand, and it shouldn't even have to come to that. Especially when the only thing this man is doing is just sharing perspective. That's it. I mean, a lot of times people misconstrue passion for anger, and it's not that, and and. It's like the culture that we in, the black man has to really stay in this this man box. And and honestly, bro, that's dead in the water, bro. Dead that just being honest. You just gave me a thought, bro. Yeah, I'm not with that at all. You did what I'm saying. But more so, more than anything, like one of my biggest pet peeves is if I'm trying to elaborate and like just speak to how I'm feeling. And I tell you what you the action that you did that I, that I didn't like. And you in turn say, oh, well, you do it too. Oh, well, you do it too. <laughs> Boy, when I tell you that defense mechanism is undefeated, bro. Like, when I tell you, it, it just takes, it doesn't add value to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it literally wipes out however I was feeling, whatever I was saying. It wipes it out completely, bro. And, and, and bro, when I tell you that's one of the most hurtful things, people, the listeners, listen to me, bro. Put you on game, you feel me? You're not validating that person's feelings and emotions. You're not taking their feelings and how what you did made them feel. You're not taking that in consideration by telling them off rip. Oh, well, you do it too. <laughs> you did what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. hurting, you're, you're you're hurting the situation. Got, got, they got the uh, the scoreboard sending they left. Bruh, bruh, when I tell you, baby, what? that bad boy, that bad boy, there will start a whole war. You feel me? 
because at that point now it's like you got this wall up and this person is trying to vent and I think just in relationships we all have to realize it's not me versus you but it's us versus the problem you know what I mean that's one of the biggest things once we were able to differentiate the fact that okay we're on the same team and this is the this is who we are going against the issue the argument the problem you know what I mean once we are able to identify that I feel as though you'll see so much growth in, in, in relationships bro and for me the biggest thing that helped out and for those who are listening and they like oh why should we listen to bro or what he I've been in a relationship going on 10 years bro you know what I mean and and I'll be transparent and honest uh, that's that's one beautiful young lady that I love um and we 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 are open when it comes to our growth you know we we met when we were young so we had to grow through a lot of stuff like the person to be brown i was before is nowhere closer to be brown i was now you know what i mean before i didn't voice my my emotions i just were quiet and let her do her thing but now it's it's so important for me to speak and let her know how i feel because if she, if i don't open my mouth or close my mouth don't get fed she don't know you know what i'm saying so that's where all this information is coming from. Yeah, because look, she don't know. She react the same way. It trigger you. She trying to figure out why the hell you so goddamn mad. Exactly. Bottled up the most. It's all because you know. And, and you know what? Growing up, bro, we we get used to it being. I you can even call it a stereotype. Black men aren't supposed to show it, show or share emotion. Yeah. Bro, once I grew up out of that. I cry at almost every kid's Disney movie that ever hit. <laughs> hey, Man. so now that now I will I will commend you on that, bro. Like you in touch with your feminine side. I did that. Same with me. You feel me? Same with me. Now the the thing about it is is just understanding self worth too, though. Like we we got to understand that when we're in a relationship, we we can't just compress our emotions and how we feel because that is very dangerous you know what i'm saying we we liable to snap we liable to, to really f some stuff up you know what i mean we gotta release like being transparent again like my mom bro me and my mom didn't have the best relationship bro because she used to come at me a certain way of doubt like p- putting a damper on my dreams bro so i kind of disconnected from my mom bro she used to tell me like pop warner Oh, I don't know why you finna go to the game. Y'all just gonna lose anyway, bro. Man, we were so far. But it was it was one year we got beat by a team bad, and but just hearing that as a it's as a eight year old, nine year old, bro, it hurt. And and as I'm growing up, walking in my brother's shadows, her saying, "Well, Tyrell took it. It didn't work." Blase Squaze, and I'm not trying to bash anything because we're past that now, but that left a bad taste in my mouth, bro, like, within our relationship. And I used to act a certain way toward my mom. But I had to, as a man, sit my ass down, bro, and and, and call my mom and talk to her and release that anger or release that vendetta that I had toward her, bro. And I, I challenge every everybody listening right now, bro, because the age we're at is 28, 29. If, if, if you're... The roughly around our age group, you know, some people may be younger, but the one thing I realized is a lot of the battles that we're fighting are battles that occur when we were younger, bro. We still gotta speak to our stepdaddy or, or our real dad for not being alive. We still gotta speak to our our real mama for really not believing in us. 
we still got to really get over these childhood scars. And the only way we can do that is if we open up, men and women, open up and release, bro. I'm telling you, you can hold this grudge all you want, but you're going to, in turn, in a relationship, you're going to bring this, this unwanted drama, this unwanted pain and, and, and abuse to your relationship based off of something. All you got to do is speak, to, reach out and release. I'm telling you, bro, like we we don't we don't even notice it, but a lot of the childhood hurts that we have, we're hindering and hurting our own current relationship based off of that. You feel me? It ain't even their fault. But like, um, that's facts, bro. Cause for me, like it's on this on my wrote a while ago on uh some social media, I think it was just Facebook. But the mental shackles mm. that our parents placed upon us. I should have probably put like a little comma throwing in there. Unknowingly, the mental shackles that our parents put on us unknowingly must be broken. Mm. Our parents didn't know the damage that they were doing. Facts. By by, I mean, I and I and I'm. It's it's a it's a cultural way that most black kids in most areas are raised. So you have the mom who might have seen a black man fall from greatness and it's not the image that she wants to see so like you and Tyrell like we know we, we know Tyrell Me, we, we, we know yeah she wanted something different for, for BB <laughs> yeah it, you know what I'm saying yeah but the way that she she couldn't communicate it how she wanted to maybe you know what I'm saying? It, it's stuff like that, and it, and that might not, not even be her fault, because who knows the experience she's had, you know, prior to life here. Yeah. And then also how she is raised goes into that, on top of how who raised the one that raised her. Exactly, and, and it's it, it like when people talk about systemic racism, and uh, we have to like you change the narrative. It the pivot is perfect. I relate life to boxing. You know how I am. I relate life to boxing. The pivot is perfect. Why changing the narrative in the ring? And when I'm when I'm coaching, I call it changing angles. Everybody call it changing angles. Just about. If you can change the angle, you may have changed the entire outcome. Because mm. mm. who knows? You, a guy could swing with a nice hook. You might slip out, change the angle on him, and catch him with a straight right, and he go to sleep, and you win the fight. But you was down four rounds. You never know. Hey, There's man. always a fighter's chance. Hey, but stop playing with these folks, man. You need to go ahead and, and uh, put your name after that quote you just said. <laughs> hey, you need to write that down. I'm dead for real. Check me out. We need to use that for the APM all flying. Let's what? do it. Hey, man, life, bro. Another round, bro. Every day to me is another round. If I made, I made, I made it. I can go when I go to sleep at night. That's me sitting in the corner. Whatever my mind thinking while I'm asleep, that's 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 my trainer, my subconscious talking to me while I'm asleep. I don't know what it say half of the time because yeah. I wake up, I don't dream too. I ain't had a dream in years, man. Like 
Well, other than the dreams that I'm writing on the board, you know what I'm saying? But we making them come true. So, I don't even know what I was talking about. I said something about the board. I'm all off track. I got you. I got you, fam. Um, all in all, you, we were just basically speaking on the pivot and, and changing the narrative and things of that nature, bro. You said it, you resonate with it more because boxing, you know, you related to boxing and things of that nature. But... All in all, I'm going to say this too, kind of just to wrap up this particular portion. More than anything, we, we use more so speaking, also, you touched on um, parenting and the past curses or the indirect curses that they left on us, shackles they left, mental shackles they left on us. We'll say the inadvertent. Okay, inadvertent. I did that. Um, I just want to add an extra syllable. Well, I'll say this you, that is facts. That is true because once I spoke with my mom, you know, I had to understand where she was coming from because my mom was in her twenties. You know, she had two boys, me and my brother, and we was not well. We was bad. You feel me? So my dad, <laughs> my dad was deployed. My dad was in the war, Desert Eagle. You feel me? Yeah. So, like us, uh, Desert Storm, my fault. So, <laughs> like uh, us. Us just being in in Valdosta, Georgia, and it's me and two other, just me and my brother. She got her herself and two other boys she raising. So her coming from New Orleans, she's going to implement what she's known, to your point, how she was raised. You feel me? And as, as two boys, you got to come. It's like we was wild, so you had to come with some aggression. You couldn't come with the little, the soft, go, go and time out, think about, nah, we was in the, where I was beating folks up, slamming people on the concrete. She's scared. She's scared because she thinks she's going to have to pay for their medical bills and stuff. Like, we was out here, out, we was, they turned, boy, we, she turned us loose. When we went to about Austin, Georgia, we was out there. You know what I mean? And it was to the point my dad thought I was going to be in jail by the time I was in high school because we was wild. But, so the way she used to come, bro, like hard. You feel me? Hard. But to your point, man, it's just all about understanding and just being able to have that talk and release. Cause not only was I able to release, she was able to release and understand more about me as well. Um, but I, I just like the conversation that you just started. And I'm gonna slide into that. Just all in all, bro, with life and just understanding all just in totality bro just understanding where we're at right now bro it was it was a journey we went from not knowing to knowing you know what i mean we're still growing each day um we still don't know shit that's it and i think i think the biggest thing from the call that i got yesterday bro i think the biggest thing that's going to help us learn the next level or the next chapter in our life lives is just knowing that we don't know everything you know what i mean and and once we anybody who's listening to once we're able to say i don't know it all you know what i mean i don't know it all the, the apm homework was for everyone to look in the mirror and say 10 times i don't know it all say that in the mirror 10 times i think that's when you activate that that element of learning the element of growth because now you know and you're saying and you're claiming it i don't know it all you know what I mean? So now you put yourself in a better position to know more and to to be more aware of who you are. What what what's your faults? Like what you're not good at? What can you change? What can you tweak? And honestly, that's the best. That's really the that's what we be doing right now because we're so we're so young, bro. You know what I mean? We when we don't know it all, 
we're, we're still in that growth mode. Like your twenties, twenty somethings are so beautiful, man. Like we really are establishing our own ideologies. We're establishing our own morals and values, what we think, what we want to do, what, what what our visions are, what our dreams are. So we got to stay true and be on purpose with saying, I don't know it all. You know what I mean? And just seeking that knowledge, bro. Just being, right. that's facts. You hear what I'm saying? That's facts. So saying, saying, saying that right there, it helps you accept the reality of the world that you live in for your own life. So that can be a part of stepping into your own truth is accepting the reality that you don't know at all you might like because we had like that and it's it's crazy we don't know if dinosaurs like like we know dinosaurs is said to be real we don't even i I wouldn't even use that as now that's a bad one i think if the first of my bloodline I don't even know who can tell me who exactly is the first in my bloodline. If somebody has the information and resources available, I'm probably going to do some research on this too. But to my knowledge, they don't even know. You know what I'm saying? They don't know enough to tell me exactly who the first in my bloodline was. When I think of like Ancestry.com and stuff like that, I'm thinking like, oh, I can just send in some spit. They send, they allow my account or whatever. Click, click, click. I know all my family members. No, you still got to do footwork on there, dog. Like you gotta have, you gotta know birthdays, names, relations. Like who did? This is whose cousin now? It's so much also that go into it versus just what we think it is and that that's why i said all of that to so that when we accept reality we have to truly accept who we are what is going on around us where you are yeah yeah like all the five w's of what is it english grammar whatever the fuck learn those and apply it just ask yourself like do i accept who i am do i accept where i am do i accept what i'm doing if the answer is no motherfucker you've done good in accepting your reality good but now it's time to flip that switch hey boy i love that Ooh, boy Ooh, boy we about to pivot i love what you just said as far as now it's time to flip that switch um, because you already know how I rock, bro. I'm a firm believer that millennials, bro, it's our time. You know what I'm saying? It's our time to change the narrative. And when I say change the narrative for the ones who are listening and just really don't know what I'm talking about, it, it's just time to change the narrative as far as changing this world. Like, we all possess the, the powers to change this world. We just have to activate them, right? We was born with every trait that we need. We just have to focus inward know more about ourselves so we can activate those traits um but mentally let's do a quick mental switch right quick the biggest thing like we always say think bigger think bigger think bigger and and we ask ourselves how do we do that right the biggest thing is is just us pausing our logic and allowing our imagination to flourish like pause the logic that you currently have right now because a lot of times being honest logic can hinder the perfect vision like logic can hinder 
some of the best ideas that we where we may possibly have because we're thinking too logical. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, just being honest. This is my That's the flip. wine, boy. Yeah. Wine flip right now, bro. Because if we want to change this world, we cannot think logically. We have to think outside the box. We have to, we have to allow our imagination to flow, bro. We gotta think some of the craziest things in this, in this, like think of some of the off off the wall, the most craziest things. That's how we are able to change this world because it's never been thought of. The reason why it's never been thought of because it's all it's outside of logic. You did what I'm saying? We'll even go, let's go about three feet deeper into that rabbit hole on the logic thinking. Okay, let's do that. Let's pop it. All right, so. Oh, man, this is actually crazy. This, this, this really might sound way left field. But so we thinking too logically. What if we're just not thinking with the right type of logic? Like, we know that two plus one equals three. Mm-hmm. Say that's the only logic people know. Say, like, that's just one set of logic. Then you have another group of people who have one plus two equals three. Same outcome, different way to get there. Mm-hmm. So, the people in charge of decision making or even what we do in our regular lives like I know for me I found ways to better myself from watching people who had self-destructed like Mike Tyson yeah like he I, I watch his stuff all the time it's a part of the reason how I even I even end up with the pod, well, I actually had a podcast of my own, then I found it. But the thing is, what he talks about is very similar to the things that, you know, I talk about on here. It, it's the thoughts, the 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 thought provoking subject matter is what intrigues me. So I look up to him. I use his logic to answer questions about my own self and my own way that's my imagination I use his logic because I don't know how to think like him mm. only he can think like him I had to imagine you know I, I'm trying to connect the dot and I, I'm like I feel like I'm like right there I probably gotta work on that theory but I feel like it's right there so alright so I know and I know exactly what you're saying bro basically is like you simply put and correct me if I'm wrong it comes off as if you're using the understanding of a of Mike Tyson's or another person's mindset and their thought process and their thought pattern you're adopting that particular mindset to boom in turn make decisions for yourself and things of that nature um Gain, yeah right gaining knowledge from another perspective to change my natural logical way of thinking or my natural way of operation so that's actually very normal bro now that's a tad different that's more in my opinion that's more so of you are heavily influenced by that particular person so that's naturally going to happen so a lot of your content some of the things you say some of the, some of the things you think or things like that are going to be similar to what bro thinks because you are heavily influenced or inspired 
So that's that's perfectly natural. That's how you, that's more so of a, I call it a generator because that's where you can gain inspiration, right? But mm-hmm. once you gain your inspiration from whatever your outlet is, whatever your generator is, what whatever creates the creative or starts or ignites the creative juices, right? Mike Tyson is your generator. He, he ignites the creative juices, right? Cool, that's your source. Now, once you do the creative process, get those creative juices going, when I say lo- not thinking logical, logical means no limits. There's no parameters. There's no set form, form, no formal way of doing it, right? It's co- it's completely offset. There's every anything goes within your imagination. You can think of the most craziest things, bro. Your imagination is so deep, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. I, I'm actually like, I've probably been scared of my imagination since I was a child. I'm still scared of the things that I can think of. Bro, that's like music to my ears. <laughs> the reason why I say music to my ears is because if you are scared of your imagination, that means you have the ability to, to think and create something so profound that it, it pushes you away of oh my god you get what i'm saying yeah shape that though if you can control your imagination and shape that and, and, and it, just being honest it's, it's your creative genius you know it's just your creative genius we some a lot of us don't know we all have that we we don't know how to com- like control it you know yeah, well, like just, from super- just get it to recognize itself yeah it's kind of like going super saiyan bro you know you gotta know how to control that power Oh, man, I eat the wrong thing. I'm going Super Saiyan in the bathroom man, oh, every morning. Hey, I hope we, I hope we're not losing anybody. As far as I lose, uh, uh, I'm, hey, look, if we lost, <laughs> matter of fact, look, we, we, how about this? What's that? We've been on seventy-five minutes right now in a second. So <laughs> this will do. We'll go ahead and cut it because it's too easy to have you back on. Probably even had a YouTube and everything set up by then. You know what I'm saying? True, true, true. I feel that. I feel that. Don't so, yeah, tell nobody. Bro, I like that. Let's leave it on. You know, you got to t- tune back in. So I- I'm 100% confident we either going to rock out with another podcast episode and or YouTube channel, maybe us face to face and maybe a FaceTime interview, you know, but I want everyone who's listening right now, man. I want you guys to just just be on alert and tap in. Leave comments too, as far as the topics that we talked about. We talked about a lot, bro. But if you guys can leave comments, that'd be dope, man. TK, I do appreciate you, OG. Hey, ain't no problem, man. This was another episode of the session. I'm the host, Ken Shine, my brother, my brother, my brother. Hey, 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 Brendan Brown. <laughs> I had to do it. Hey, man. Keep elevating. Most definitely, fam. Most definitely, bro. I, I do appreciate you too, man. Um, I don't know if people who are listening right now, they don't know your story, bro. And they don't they don't understand how much you've grown and how powerful you are, bro. You definitely have illuminated your traits and you definitely have activated all the, all the goodness that's been around you, bro. All your potential. You definitely activate that. I just wanted you to know I see it, bro. I see it. I appreciate that, brother. That means a lot, man. Most definitely. And I got I I, I can thank you. I can honestly thank you for helping keep that fire alive. Mm. I really can. 
But hey, man, before we start shedding tears and virtual <laughs> hugging and all that crazy shit, finna fucking sign it off. Tell the people they can find you at, man, on Instagram and all of that. All right, perfect. So again, man, my name is Brandon Q. Brown. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It'll be Brandon Q. Brown. Uh, Facebook will be Brandon Brown. And yeah, that's all my panhandle. Well, Twitter, you can rock out with Twitter. It'll be Brandon Q. Brown as well on Twitter. Very easy. Brandon Q. Brown, once again. Um, but I will shout out APM, Action Plan Monday. You can follow us on Instagram. And that will be Action Plan Mondays on Instagram. Thank you guys again. All right, this was another episode of the session once again. I thank everybody for tuning in. Be Brown, I appreciate you. I'm glad I got you. I almost ran out of shit to talk about, but you know how we rock. Until <laughs> next time, all you motherfuckers out there, spread love and keep elevating. That's Better it up. <laughs>